we are rolling. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on here, Edwin. Um, yeah, you've been loose. Taking time out of your busy schedule. And really what I'm trying to do is just showcase uh, different uh, business owners in different trades and get them to kind of talk about their their uh, wins and their struggles and, and how they're what they're doing to dominate the, uh, the industry that they're working in in uh, 2020. I know right now it's super relevant to uh, to kind of try and do the best we can with everything that's going on with the virus. Um, An extra hand right here popping up. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. The uh, that's the the coolness of your background is is making up for it for sure. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, so in that context, just maybe tell us uh, your name, your business, um, where you're where you're working, how long you just kind of introduce yourself there. Sure, sure. So my name is Edwin Osuna. Uh, name of my company, as you can see, oh, right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you can see right there, uh, it's uh, Nova Tree Care. We were established in 2013. Is that right? In 2013. Um, I had uh, four and a half years on the field working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it, it's, it's been a great experience. I mean, I didn't even, back when I didn't know anything about trees, um, I actually hated it. I have a cousin who has uh, worked tree work since I've known him. Yeah. And uh, he went and did some trimming at my house, what, 12, 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he had me climb, you know, he did his thing and then he had me climb. And I mean, I think I probably went up about 15 feet to like a first branch. Yeah. <laughs> and I was worn out. I was exhausted. I couldn't literally, I couldn't lift up the chainsaw to make the cut. Wow. wow. So I had to come down and then he climbed and he cut it. Um, and, and I hated it. I, I, I said to myself, I'm never going to do tree work. That's not for me. Um, but then, you know, like I said, so 2013 plus another four and a half years, that puts us back around 2008 yeah. when the, uh, recession was, uh, in, in full swing. Yeah. And he finally, you know, caught up to, to what I was doing back then. So I started looking for a different job and, uh, I ran into this guy and he offered me a job and, you know. On we we went. The rest is history from there, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so how long did it take for you to be able to climb the tree and uh, and use the saw while you're up there? All right. So my first day of work with that guy, his name is uh, Manny. So first day of work, um, we we get to the job site and and I remember now I know it was uh, poplar trees. Yeah. It was like six of them that we were cutting around some th this gentleman's house. And um, so I look at the, the job site. And, oh, and my cousin was working for him. Yeah, the way, that's my son in the background. Well, that's fine. Um, so, so I look at the trees and, and I tell my cousin, I'm like, dude, we're going to be here all week. You know, I, I, this is like, we're going to be here forever. Yeah. He laughs. And he's like, no, we'll be out of here by tomorrow. And I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> so, so my first task, uh, they hand me a chainsaw. It was a 192. And uh, he said, here, put gas and oil in it. And I'm like, okay. So I look at both uh, caps and I'm like, crap, what do I do? <laughs> which, uh, which end is which? Right. So owner's brother's walking by and, and I ask him, I'm like, hey, I'm supposed to put oil in this thing. Where, where is it? He's like, oh, you put oil here and gas here. 
I'm like, okay. So I did what he said, right? And when I did what he said, I, I kind of wiped it and I noticed that it has a little emblem on the plastic. Yeah. And I'm oh, like, no. oh no. <laughs> I am. I mean, it's like eight in the morning, 8.30 in the morning. And I'm like, man, I'm so fired. <laughs> I was like, I just ruined the chainsaw. Yeah. I go tell the boss and I'm like, hey, I just, you know, he told me, but it's my fault. I didn't know. He's like, yeah. oh, it's, hey, just dump it over there. Dump it in the uh, in the curve. And I'm like, really? So like, yeah, just dump it and, you know, fill it the right way. And it'll smoke a little bit, but it'll be fine. <laughs> so now, answering to your question, um, so I started doing groundwork. Uh, and then... So you didn't have to climb those poplar trees that day? No, no thank God. I would yeah. have pooped on myself. No. Yeah. Um, so I started doing work, groundwork, and he had me um, very quickly, uh, in about a year or so, he had me uh, helping him with, uh, well, I built his website, because I'm computer inclined, as you can Yeah, yeah, I like back. it. So uh, I built his website, and he's uh, SEO back in the day, got him on Google and all that stuff. So I started doing some managing for him i started doing like emails and and running stuff like that so it really took me about a year and a half before i started like seeing about climbing any any trees right right and even at that point he wouldn't once i started climbing and learning and the reason why i started climbing is because he wanted me to go quote jobs and it was kind of hard to go and bid on a job without really knowing what you're going to find when you get up in the tree. Yeah. 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 Well, that's fair. So, so then, uh, where had you been working out during that time or what were you doing? Were you kind of nervous for the first time or? So, yeah, the first time I was, I was obviously scared. Um, it was one of those moments that, uh, and I tell everybody that comes on board with, uh, working for me, um, you know, you, you gotta trust that rope. I mean, that, that rope is rated, you know, 15, 17, 18, 20,000 pounds. Yeah. Trust me, you're not that heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tell them, because even at that point, you know, when is your first time you're really scared? And I'm like, dude, we pulled our chip truck out of the mud with that rope. Well, not that particular rope, but, you know, yeah. just, just to give them a the sense. Same of, style of rope. Yeah. Just to give them a sense of what it can do. You yeah. Know? So, uh, no, yeah, the first time I was really scared, you know, holding on to the rope and not wanting to let go because for some reason you you end up feeling safer if you're holding on to it or grabbing right. the wrench. But because if it's your first time, you're like really grabbing, like you're gripping to it. Yeah. And you end up really, really tired. That's fair. That's fair. So the idea is to, the best thing is to just lean back and let the rope do the work. <laughs> Uh, and it took me probably, I want to say it took me about a month. I mean, and this is not on a everyday basis, you know, every now and then he'd let me climb. Yeah. But um, it, it, it all changed when, uh, when his regular climber went up with me. Yeah. And that's when it really changed. He's like, let go, like, you know, lean against, lean up on your rope and, and let go and, and start doing little jumps from one branch to another. Yeah. And then you start treating it like a, like a swing. And he never said this, but this is what I picture. I'm like, well, when you were a kid, 
or, or, or a young adult, you go to the park and you sit on that swing and you trust it with your life. I mean, you're over there just swinging and swinging. Yeah. And it's essentially the same concept. Once you start trusting it, you're good to go. That's awesome. That's cool. So by, uh, by like 2011 or so, you were climbing around the trees. Uh, and then were you doing that uh, kind of full time or were you still doing the back end stuff? Actually, once I, once I learned how to climb, uh, so I, I worked for him for four and a half years. So 2008, 9, 10, or mid 10, really, early 11s, maybe. Yep. I already knew how to climb. Um, he even pushed me. He was starting to push me to get my own gear. Yeah. I was like, nah, no, I'm okay. Um, so he made me buy gear. We went to uh, our local um, premier shop. Yeah. And we got myself a uh, saddle and nice. rope and spikes and everything. And he paid for it. And then he started just taking it out of my paycheck. Nice. <laughs> which now I think it was great. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. But uh, he, he wouldn't really let me climb constantly. At that point, I was actually running the cruise for him. Um, gotcha. I remember when I was working for him two and a half years, which would put us around 2011. His family wanted to go on vacation to Disney, and uh, he was, you know, going back and forth with me, and I got him the tickets and everything. And um, he was like, "Well, if you need anything, just call me. You know, I'll be on the phone." And I'm like, "Dude, uh, -uh. you're gonna leave me your phone. Yeah. You're gonna get out of my way." Yeah. So he went the whole week, and I actually ran the whole company for a whole week. Um, you know, I did all the estimates, did the payroll. I bought the gas that needed to be bought, whatever, you know, the whole thing. Yep. And uh, when he came back, he was, uh, he was pretty surprised that, that I actually was able to do the whole thing like completely by myself. Mm -hmm. And at that point is when he started saying, because uh, we live about 45 to an hour minutes apart. Okay. He started saying, you need to start doing your own thing. And I said, no, I'm okay. I'm, you know, making good money here and whatnot. Yeah. He said, you're, you're too good now. You, you're not going to get, there's no other level. You reached a ceiling, basically. Yeah. And he essentially said, you know, because him and his brother were partners. He said, I can't make you a partner because I have my brother as a partner. Right. But, um, you know, you've, you've reached the, the highest level of possible. So the best thing is that you start doing your own thing and, and we go our separate ways. That was, uh, that was kind of going to be my next question is, did you leave on good terms? So, I mean, that's the best case scenario really for your boss to realize the potential and or... there's a but right there. Okay. <laughs> so I refused when, when he offered that, I, I actually declined the offer okay. and, and I started, um, well, I told him no. And he said, he even, he, we, we went and bought a new chipper, brand new. Yeah. And, uh, his business was, was starting to boom because I got him. He was doing a lot of residential stuff mm -hmm. and, and whether, wherever and whenever you share this, and I'm sure a bunch of you guys already know this, um, you can be busy by doing just residential, but once you start getting in touch with uh, realtors and, and it's just like a chain reaction, you know? Sure. You get that many more people feeding the pipeline. Yeah, so I got him contracts with um, realtors and with guys that would flip houses and would do some, you know, just 
view clearing and so his business was booming and um he offered me his chipper the one that he had mm-hmm. he's like i'll sell it to you and i was like how much he's like ah give me four thousand bucks back in the day it was a woodchuck and uh yeah and i was like no i don't have four thousand dollars and he's like we'll do it the same way as we did the, the uh your equipment you know i'll just take a hundred bucks out of each paycheck yeah I was like, nah. I was like, do you really want to sell it? I'll post it and I'll sell it. Back then it was Craigslist. There was no marketplace or anything. Sure, like that. sure. He's like, yeah, sell it. So I posted it. And I, when I asked him how much you want for it, he's like, post it for eight grand. I was like, okay. You know, you're selling it to me for four, but you want eight. Okay. So I posted the chipper and uh, I posted the chipper and we sold it. A guy from New York came all the way down to North Carolina and picked it up. And when he got confirmation that the guy was coming, he offered it again. He's like, are you sure you don't want it? And I'm like, nah, I'm okay. So I, he sold it and uh, for 8000 And uh, then I kept running the cruise for him. We got to a really good system to where, say, one week, I would be doing all the estimates and he'd be on the job site with the guys. Okay. And the next week, because I knew all the estimates and all the clients and all the job sites, I'd stay on the job site and then he'll be doing the estimates. Oh, nice. You kind of tag team and that way the client always sees the same person. Same person in charge. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we started, we started arguing too much. He's a greatest friend, not the greatest boss to have around. I mean, and and, you know, this is my, my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, He would rush on the jobs. He would, uh, you know, load the truck to its max i mean we would lose logs have you ever been on the on the highway and you see just a random piece of wood well yeah. we, we actually had that happen several okay. times because we would load it to the max and i would i'd be against Which is pretty scary for like people driving down the road oh, yeah. yeah of course so uh when i left when i finally quit um we were doing a fans job and uh it was one of my jobs so I, I quoted, I, you know, I did the whole thing and he just showed up at the job site and he's like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, well, we're doing the fence. And he's like, well, that's not how you do a fence. I'm like, just hold up. I asked the lady how she wanted the fence and that's exactly what she wants. We yeah. were halfway done. And so he gets to the, he calls everybody and he's like, well, I'm the one who writes the check. So if anybody doesn't like that, you can just hit the road. And I was like, well, I guess that's for me. So um, I'm just going to hit the road. Wow. So so I was wrapping up and leaving. And and so he tells the guys to start taking the fence out because that's not how he wants it. And then the lady sees that we're taking the fence out. And she comes to the front door because she sees me at the front. She's like, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm like, well, ma'am, that's Manny. That's that's the boss, man. And, you know, and she's like, but the fence was great. So he go, she goes and talks to him and they get into an argument and that's the type of guy that he is. He would right. argue with customers. That's not so a great, uh, yeah. He gets to the argument and, uh, and next thing you know, he holds, he stops the job again and they're putting it back to the way that it was at the beginning. It's just a mess. Yeah. So left. That day I left and uh, that night he called me and he said, hey, you know, I know that we were upset and this and that. And I'm like, look, dude, I, I just think, I, I don't think we're, 
I, I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah, yeah. So we, I quit in somewhat decent terms. Yeah. Uh, we did make a deal that he wouldn't come to my town and I wouldn't go to your to his town. Right. First reason is it's too far. You know, it's just too much overhead to travel that far. Yeah. Uh, or at least we think so anyways. Um, and so we was decent terms until website issues came about a year later. Okay. Because I created the website and and I was working for him, so everything was fine. Yeah. I peace and he'll pay me. Yeah. And uh, so when I quit, we actually went to a bar because we, we, we used to go to the bar a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you were good friends. Yeah, like I said, he's a great friend. Yeah. And uh, so we went to the bar and I gave him all the info and I was like, dude, you just got to call them and we'll, I already gave them authorization. They've got your name pending and it'll you just transfer it to your name and, you know, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was the end of it. But then a year later, um, I noticed a charge on my account and I'm like, what the heck is this? So I call and it's for his website and I'm like, oh, man. So I call him, I'm like, dude, you forgot, or what, what happened? He's like, oh, no, I just don't have time for that shit. I, I'm like, well, they're charging me for it. And not only that, that particular account, you know, I don't keep money there. So he went in negatives, and now I owe the bank money. Right. And he's like, well, that's your fault. I'm like, uh, <laughs> come on. I mean, just pay me the fees, pay me what they collected and I'll do the switch, you know, we'll get together and I'll do the switch now that I have we'll time. get a clean break there. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't need it. I don't, I don't care. I don't need that website. So you do whatever you want. I don't care. And I'm like, dude, don't do that. Yeah. So he tried to screw me that way. And uh, it was very easy for me. I just redirected. If you went to his website, I would make it to where you see a message that says you are now being redirected to my website. Yeah. And uh, so I actually got a few jobs out of that. Yeah. <laughs> he finally realized that he got so pissed. Yeah. And uh, he hired an attorney and he threatened me. And I was like, well, the website's in my name. I've got proof that I own it. I've got proof that you don't. That you're want paying it. for it and all that stuff. And, and so we ended up on an agreement. So he ended up paying me like 800 bucks. Okay. But not for me to sell the website to him, for me to cancel it. Okay. But, but, and that was the last time. And ever since, I run into him every now and then. And sometimes he'll wave. Sometimes you know, he just depends on the day. Me. But uh, if I see him, like if, if I'm the one that makes eye contact, I'll be like, hey, what's up, dude? And, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's, it wasn't the, the greatest. Yeah, I, de I definitely take back what I said earlier. Um, yeah yeah it, no, that's, it could have been but it wasn't yeah well that's rough that's rough but then so so you you left in in 2013 did you start up right away what to, what was the transition there yes and that's another thing and that's a very important thing that I, that i've actually uh addressed in my own company so when i was working for him i told him since the get from the get-go from since i started noticing that i was doing more and more estimates mm -hmm. um i was like like I said, him and his brother were partners. So they both had a company phone. They only advertised with one number, which was his. Okay. And I think that's very smart. Yeah. His brother was more of a maintenance guy kind of thing. He would go out and work. Yeah. He was more maintenance than, than brains. Yeah. Um, 
So I'd, I'd be doing estimates and I told him, I said, look, I think I need a company cell phone or I don't want to be mean, but take your brother's phone away and give it to me. Yeah. He's like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, dude, if, if I ever leave, I don't want your customers to call me. Right, right. And, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So I quit on a, I think I quit on a, what was it, Wednesday? Yeah, I think I quit on a Wednesday and a customer calls me. She's, she's a realtor. And she says, hey, Edwin, I need you to do me an estimate. And I'm like, ah, sorry. I, you're going to have to call Manny because I don't work for him anymore. Yeah. And she literally said, well, you know I don't like him. <laughs> you, know, you know he doesn't like me. Yeah. She's like, the only reason why we do business is because of you. I was like, well, I don't know what to say because I don't work there. Yeah. And she's like, well, don't you have your own gear? Why don't you start? And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't have everything that I would need. Yeah. She said, well, just come give me an estimate and let's see what we can do. So I went out and I gave her an estimate. And I remember I quoted her 700 bucks for the whole job. Was it, just like a, was it just topping a tree or taking a tree down by the house? Or? A bunch of uh, trim up, trim up, trim up so that you could see the house once they renovated it. Gotcha. Yeah. And, uh, so I quoted 700 and she's like, well, the estimate is great as usual. Um, I'm going to give you a thousand. And I was like, there's a book coming and I know it. She's like, well. <laughs> but you like, have to do it. She's like, you need to bring me your insurance. Okay. And I'm like, Megan, you know I don't have it. And she's like, I know you don't have it. But that extra money that I'm giving you could be your down payment. So, you know, if you get it, now I'll keep you until Friday for you to let me know whether you're taking it or not. If not, I'll just call somebody else. Yeah. So I talked it over to, to my now wife and uh, I did it. You know, I went and bought insurance, put down payment on it and uh did the job and once we did the job i was like well now i know next month i gotta make a payment for my insurance right right so there's no going back now and thank you here we are almost seven years later so you got forced into the business then pretty much yeah pretty much. both times both times yes once yeah. for a recession one and the second time for for a customer that's crazy that's so i mean you still like you you must still love it if you're still doing it or absolutely i i've um i'm a christian man and and i play for church yep and i was very happy with what i was doing prior to to doing tree work yeah and even though i wasn't that close to to church and religion and all that stuff i i've always had it in, in the back of my head so i told god that if he wanted me to do a change i'll do it and and then I started doing tree work, and now I, I'm like, well, I'm very happy with what I'm doing, and yep. I, I don't see myself doing anything else. Um, but if he wants me to do anything else, then I'm I'm open for it. I'll do it. Right, right. I hope he puts me to play and and sing for for a bunch of people. I, I'd love to do that. That's your that's your big dream. Yeah, for 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 him though, for for church. Yeah, sure. For, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I'm past the point where I want to, you know stadiums and all that right but you want to you want to play to big uh big rallies hillsong or something like yep. that yeah yep. that's awesome very cool very cool so so you start in 2013 you're kind of 
shoved into the business um, yes. by this realtor who wanted you to do, I'm assuming you're still work for her. Yes. Well, actually she kind of went away from, from now they buy complete lots and it's, they do it in a different way. Sure. Uh, but I, until this day, I get people that would call me and they say, Hey, I got your number from Megan. And I automatically, that's the only Megan I know. So I'm like, that's Oh, awesome. yeah. so, so yeah, I still get business from her and, and I have her on Facebook. We chat every, every now and then. That's awesome. That's good. So, so as things start up, um, you, you kind of get going. What, uh, what did you use to get business? I mean, you had that insurance bill that was coming up. I'm sure you had some other overhead. What did you do for tools? For tools. So, um, like I tell my customers and, and everybody that works with me, uh, I'm not ashamed to say how I started. I started out of a 2002 Nissan Sentra. Nice. And I would put all my chainsaws, rope, blower, the rake, you know, through the trunk all the way to the front. <laughs> the, the pole pruner things. Um, and... So I've always wanted to do business the right way, but I, like I said, I was forced into it, kind of. Yeah. So I had to, um, sometimes when the job was big enough, well, I, I would always ask my cousin to let me borrow his truck, and then I would borrow a trailer, and yeah. I would go through it that way. Yeah, so you kind um, of subcontract, or you kind of uh, rent the equipment, basically, to get the job done. Essentially. Yeah. But then sometimes it wouldn't be a Bradford bear. Sometimes it would be a nice-sized oak that you, I, I, would, I knew it would be better if I had a chipper yeah. to do it with. Um, so I would throw a little lie to my customers. I'd say, well, I can do it, you know, just, just to say a number. I'd be like, well, I'll do the, I can do the tree for you know 1600 bucks um but my truck's at the shop right now because they're changing the clutch and so i can do it for 13 if i cut it all up and put it by the, the curve and then the seedles just yeah yeah and sometimes that would work yeah and they will hire me and put it, you know have me put it by the curve but sometimes it wouldn't work and they'll say oh i'll just you know how long till you get your truck back and i'll say well probably about a week or so Oh, you yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> forced to rent a truck and a chipper, right? Make the job a lot easier. But uh, I continued to rent and rent and rent enough to where finally I told the guy, I was like, dude, I'm bringing you, you know, 1500 bucks a week. Uh, why don't you just sell me the truck? Yeah, and he ended up selling me the truck, I think, for like 4,000. So, wow, that paid off pretty quick. Oh, yeah, it, I mean, it was a really old, beat up truck that oddly enough so the guy that sold it to me bought it from my former boss nice <laughs> so i knew the truck you know that's why i rented that truck because i knew the truck i knew how well taken care of was right right that's crazy yeah. uh i think it took me about eight months until i bought the truck and that's the first investment i did i bought the truck and rented chippers and then eventually i got my hands on my, my first chipper Nice, nice. So you're, that's kind of the story with the equipment, but you're, uh, you're kind of stuck with this one job. Um, and what did you use to get jobs coming in to pay the, the uh, insurance cost for the next month and the, the months after that? Did you panic a little or? <laughs> no, um, I, I didn't because 
I had managed the company for my former boss. Sure. So I, already, I already had a background on, on sort of how the finances of the business work. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I, ever since, since the start, I already knew how much I needed to charge, how much it was going to take for me to complete the job, how many people I would need to bring and whatnot. Yeah. So, so how did you how did you get the jobs to fill your pipeline? Uh, like how did you get the word out in those first couple months? In the first couple months, it was really tough. Um, there were several several times where I just wanted to drop the towel and be like, okay, I need to look for a job. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I never did because I'd probably still be working for somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I tend to uh, I tend to devote myself to to whom, whomever I'm working for. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm, like I said, I'm glad I didn't. And at the beginning it was tough. I would ask colleagues and they would always tell you, oh, just, you know, the word of mouth is the best. Yeah. And yes, it is once you're somewhat established, but when you're the new guy, you really got to go out there. So I tried several things. I try, I never opened a mailbox because I know that's a federal crime. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go out and I'd put business cards on the mailbox or on the little hole underneath the mailbox, you know? Yeah. Um, and I noticed that that didn't quite work out. I did some research on YouTube, you know, how do I advertise for, for first starters? Yeah. And the, this actually got me a bunch of business. So I actually printed out um, postcards instead of business cards. Yeah. I printed out postcards and... I put him, I went to my local food lion, which is a, like a smaller than Walmart. I don't know if you have food lion where you are. No, no, I'm in Canada. So we're, we're a little bit different uh, branding oh, wow. up here, but yeah. But smaller than, than Walmart. Um, yeah. So they sell these sandwich bags. Okay. Yeah, you pay like a dollar fifty, and it has like 50 bags. Okay. So I put the, the thing there and then I'd go to my Lowe's, which is a home improvement store. Yeah. And buy me a bag of uh, rocks. Okay. rocks and i put like two or three rocks on each bag and i'd make me a box of that thing then i'll just go out the neighborhoods and roll my passenger window down and just start throwing it on the driveways <laughs> like the newspaper man you're just throwing the flyers yeah, yeah. i love and, it and the thing because of the rock it would lend and stand you know kind of like would stand up yeah. on its own i would throw it towards the mailbox more than in the middle of the driveway sure Sure. Um, and that got me a bunch of business. A bunch of people got pissed off at me too. Um, Did they call you up and tell you, "Don't well, like what are you doing throwing stuff in my drink? Yes, and, and like when I was doing it, if I see somebody like you know watering their flowers or whatnot, I would actually stop and hand it to them and say, sure. "Hey, I'm passing flowers out," you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I got you know the one or two that would say, well, I didn't call you, so I don't want you. You get off my property. And I was sorry, sir. And then just, right, right. I got one guy that, uh, he said he was going to call the cops on me for littering. And I was like, eh, I hope you don't, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, that's how I, I, I got myself out there. Um, and that got me some business. And, and like I said, the key is it's like a chain reaction. So I did a job, a few jobs for, for a few people. And then, those same guys would say, well, 
I actually work for this company and I'm the maintenance guy there and I'd love for you to go quote it there. Right. And I got bigger jobs. And, and then once you're working on a, on a commercial job site, like the managers would be like, well, who's that guy? You know? And then they kind of keep you in the back of their mind for when they need something again. Yeah. yeah. So the, the hard, like kind of getting the ball rolling was the hardest part. It was. And then the, the, the ball started rolling. However, I did sign up with uh, Angie's List yep. and to, to get some advertising done. And a bunch of my friends and old co-workers from my previous boss, they would ask me and they would say, why don't you call those guys that you signed many up with? And I was like, no, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. Karma will eventually get to me. And yeah, I don't want that. So I I see them guys and I I say hi to them, but I've never uh, tried to underbid him or try to um, go behind his back, you know? Right. I I feel that that, that'd be wrong. Right. How did, uh, how did Angie's list work for you? So it's it's an on and off thing. Angie's list at the beginning it was great. I, I feel like it's a little bit expensive. Okay. Um, but people say that you gotta invest money in order for you to make money. Sure. Um, so in my local area, there's uh, there's a uh, lake nearby. Mm-hmm. And obviously, all those houses by the lake they're really expensive and super rich people and stuff like uh, NASCAR people, basketball people would live there. Yeah. And uh, so that was my target area, that more than my local town. Sure. So they offer, Angie's List offered this package to where you would offer a deal. And uh, you pretty much sold your company for a day. So three guys, cheaper in a truck for eight hours. Okay. Uh, but like they sell it to the customer, they sold it to the customer for like 1500 bucks. Yep. But would only pay me like, 1200 okay and i know that's really low that's that's cutting it really really close for for margins yeah um especially if something goes wrong yeah but the 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 reason why i went with it is because it's not that you have to cut that huge oak tree uh, yeah it's you do what you can in eight hours right and then maybe you come back (laughs) so I, i would always uh Sometimes the customer would just go and purchase the, the coupon. Sometimes they would call before they purchase the coupon. On either scenario, I always make contact with the customer and say, hey, I know you got the coupon or I know you're interested in the coupon. I'd love to go and, and meet with you and see what you want done just to make sure that you get what you really want. Right, right. So a lot of times I'd go and, and it'd be you know, a brass repair. And I'll tell the old lady, ma'am, I can get this. I don't want to stab Angie's list in the back, but I can get this brat repair cut down and hold away for 800. Right. And I'll be in and out in a matter of hours. Yeah. And, and you know, I'd always be honest with the customer or sometimes, you know, it'd be a huge oak. And they'll be like, well, I want you to cut it down and hold it away. I'm like, that's not going to happen. Right. Um, right. So I'd be like, well, we need more equipment, like a mini loader or, you know, a different routes. And, and, sometimes they would just buy the coupon like three times and I'd be like, okay, if you want to do it like that, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but then Angie's Lee stopped doing those deals and they started doing something else. And it's, uh, it's been a weird uh, scenario. I'm still signed up with them. Yeah. Uh, they changed their sales reps 
on you without yeah yeah i've heard mixed things from them like uh some people some people love them um some people hate them and will never ever work with anything like that again yeah Yeah, no it's fine it's totally fine (laughs) yeah you were there (laughs) totally fine totally fine this is this is very informal so don't worry about it it's so good (laughs) yeah yeah, so I mean, I've heard mixed, I've heard mixed reviews about Angie's List, so that's why I kind of always ask um, people about it. So no, that's yeah, interesting. In general terms, I like it. Yeah, uh, there was a, a season that I was like, you know what, I'm done because I'm not getting calls from from that area that I was really targeting. Yeah, uh, go up on the price. They went up on the price. Yeah, uh, so I was like, you know what, sign me out. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, and, and nothing happened. Nothing changed in the first two or three months but then i started noticing that i would really get less and less and less calls and i was like why is this happening i checked my my online presence and it was still good um but it actually turns out i they contacted me again and they offered another package and whatnot and they told me that angelis pays a bunch of money to seo engines google yahoo and whatnot. yeah yeah so that actually makes sure that i'm bumped up on their interesting interesting yeah. yeah and so i was like huh really i'm like but i've got my seo up to yeah. date and they're like yeah you can have that but because we're a bigger company she's like don't get me wrong i mean you know you're doing great blah 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 but we're worldwide Believe me, Google would listen to us a little more than they would listen to you. Right, right. Because we paid them. Yeah. I don't think that makes sense. So I signed up again. And sure enough, it took about another two months. And I started getting that volume of calls. Interesting. Because I I would always ask the customer when they call me and and I go meet with them. Once I meet with the customer, I'd be like, "Um, how did you hear from me? And they would say, oh, Angelis, or oh, Google, or um, so-and-so told me about you, yeah. you know, or I saw your website on Facebook popped up, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I realized that Angelis does help in the background of Google. Okay, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah. No, I'd love to chat with you more about that off-air as well, um, just kind of learn a bit more about that too, just so that to inform my... Uh, myself when I talk to other contractors as well. It's very interesting. Yeah. Cool. So you're you're kind of figuring out like you you kind of get through that first couple months there um, and and start getting jobs coming in, and then you know you're here now. Um, looking back, what would you do differently? I would have I would have bought the chipper from my former boss <laughs> <laughs> and just gone gone right in and started from there. Absolutely. I, I really have no regrets. Um, like I said, I'm a man of God and I've always been very honest with my customers. I've never cut a tree when the, the lady or the guy said thinks that the tree is dying. I've never cut a tree, just put money in my pockets. Right. Uh, I've gotten several calls where they say, well, I think my tree is dying. And I go and I look at it and I'm like, nah, no, no, ma'am. It's just, you know, it's not bloomed yet or, or this is happening to it. Right. Um, you know, we can trim this part or whatever it's, the, the scenario may be. Yeah. And I think that's paid off um, really well. Um, kind of people I, talk about you in a way that 
you know, speaks well of you and they're going to refer you because you're not going to rip people off. Right. Yes. I, I had a customer. I remember it dearly. I've actually had three customers to this day, but the customer number two is the one that said it. So I went out to quote his job. It was, um, it was a pretty large tree and I quoted him, I think it was like 4,000 for, yep. for the tree. Yeah. And he said, um, are you insured? And I said, yes, sir, I am. Is your business registered? And I said, yes, sir, it is. And I always carry my insurance uh, certificate. Sure. I, was like, I can show it to you. He's like, oh, it's okay. And he's like, are you not trying to be rich? <laughs> and I laughed <laughs> and I was like, uh, why? He's like, I've gotten several quotes for this tree. Yeah. Every single quote is like 8,000, 7,000. Wow. And you show up and say 4,000. And I said, well, yes, yes, I'm trying to be rich. <laughs> it's just not going to be next week. Right. It's going to take me a little longer, but I'm going to make a bunch of friends along the way. He shook my hand and he said, the job is yours. Nice. So, nice. I mean, it is, it is a great business to be in. There's a lot, a lot of money to be made. Um, I just really hate when, you know, perhaps with those angels deals, I could have said yes to that lady by the deal mm-hmm. and I'd go and cut that brass repair in three hours and, you know, and then be like, well, is there anything else? No. Okay. Well then see ya. Right. And made more money. And I, I just feel like ripping people. You got to sleep at night, right? Oh yeah. 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 And that's the, that's the important thing very comfortably <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so you know you're not you're not thinking about oh well like is it going to come back and bite me right right never have oh that's awesome that's excellent so i mean that kind of leads into what would you tell other people getting into the business like what would you kind of give them as tips or suggestions do it right basically the same thing do it right um i have so that cousin that that i told you right yeah. Last year, he had a job and he got into an argument with his job boss and he quit. And he called me. He asked me for a job. And I told him, I was like, dude, ever since I've known you, you you've been in this line of work and there's no reason why you should be asking me. For right. A job. I think it right. should be the other way around. Yeah. Um, so I, I advised him. I was like, dude, you know, if you have the money buy you a little truck that's the first thing you need to buy a little truck uh you can always rent a chipper from me from anybody it's really hard to rent a a truck yeah it's somewhat easier to buy i rent a chipper um don't rip people off don't get greedy um treat your your help the way you'd always want it to be treated be fair um you know I, I give when Christmas time comes around, I give bonuses. Yep. Um, you know, I don't know if it's too much or too little, but I, I try to make it to where they'll be happy. Yep. My former boss gave us well gave the crew fifty dollars as a Christmas bonus. And he gave me a hundred because I was his right hand. Yeah. Everybody was pissed. Everybody wanted to quit on, on Christmas right, time. Right. <laughs> um, 
I give my guys, uh, I think I gave them 400 plus, or it may have been 500 because I think we just grabbed like 1500 and we just split it evenly. Yeah. Regardless whether the climber, you know, makes more money on a daily basis. Yeah. We did it even. We had a Christmas dinner. Nice. And more than more than the money, I just wanted the the friendship. You know, the, the we're we're an awesome crew, and that's what I would advise anybody that's trying to get in the business or any other business for that matter. You know, I don't like to be called the boss. Right. Uh, I I think that when we're on a job site, we're all in charge, really. Yeah. And you know, don't don't ever think of yourself higher than anybody else because you know and I tell them you know uh, because people have asked me before and I tell them the same story I'm like dude my first day on the job I put gas in the oil oil in the gas yeah I really did and I mean I'm not scared to say it but it is what it is yeah stay humble stay appreciative of your workers and your customers no I like it that's that's an important asset that I have uh like right now with this whole coronavirus thing. So we have restrictions here in North Carolina. Um, a bunch of my colleagues, you know, they, they use the blanket. They say, well, we're essential because uh, tree companies may have a contract with the line clearance. And, but, but you don't. I don't. So we're not really essential unless the tree fell down. Then we become essential for right. that. For sort of emergency situations. Right, but 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 they're out there, money hungry, like going doing little trims, and I'm like, dude, I mean, I, I even though I don't personally believe in the virus part, and that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, the, the chaos around it is real. Yeah, that's very real. Yeah, and the more we don't listen, the longer it's gonna take, and the tougher it's gonna get. Right, right. And why why should we? push it that way you know so i'm like i told my guys i said look guys um this whole coronavirus thing is putting a stop to us some customers cancel some customers are actually you know rushing us to get there and um so but i but i asked them i was like how do you feel about going out and working and the first week they were like well i don't know you know they don't have to necessarily share my view on the virus thing right right i respect them and i'm like well we're gonna hold off for a week i talked it over with my wife um so to my ground guys i actually send them 200 bucks i was like you know buy your food buy your supplies whatever you yeah. need yeah um, you know once we get back to working we can start taking i don't know 50 bucks or whatever um and i mean i feel that if I've been blessed by running this business and, and, you know, providing a, a job for some people and helping people, you know, as a homeowners, why not share it? Right. right. Like you said, stay humble. Yep. Um, I, I, I did get to the greedy point at one, at one point I started, you know, thinking, well, I own a tree company and I, I've changed that. I just run it. Right. The guy above me really owns it. And, you know, if he decides that he doesn't want to be, me to be a three man anymore, then I won't be. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Because oh, I have too much overhead now. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, you kind of walking 
through the story and i think that uh, i think other people will appreciate listening in and kind of um seeing what's worked for you and what hasn't um if uh unless you have something else i'll, I'll basically stop the recording then we can chat a little bit uh, after off air if you're good with that uh, for for all of you guys out there uh like we've mentioned before, stay humble, stay, keep your feet on the ground unless you're going up on a tree. Um, if, if your gut tells you not to do it, and that's ha that has happened a few times with my climber. Now I have a full-time climber. Yeah. He's awesome. I'm not going to say his name so you don't steal him from me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, that's all good. But, uh, you know, when I go quote a job, I look at the job, I look at the tree, and I think how I would do it because I used to climb. Yeah. But when we get to the job site, and I tell that to my customers, but once we get here, me and the climber would go and look at it. And once we get set up, he may say, no, I'm not going to swing that branch. I'm going to go all the way to the top and cut it piece by piece. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen because that's his word on that. That's his life on the line, not right. mine. I'm on the ground. Right. Uh, and we've done a few removals where the tree is like literally falling apart. Like we throw the, toss the throw line and, and, and as we're feeding the rope, pieces of it breaks. And I've told them, um, is it a go is it, or, or is it a go home? And yeah. there's been two times that he said, no, I don't want to climb this. Yeah. We wrap up and we go home and I tell the customer, hey, sir, so sorry, but I, you know, I'd bring a bucket or, you know, we'll figure something out, but I'm not, and we call it a day. So yeah. I've never put any of my guy's life on the line in order for me to make money. And I right. think that, that that's helped me to where they, they remain loyal to me. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the greatest, the greatest part of my business is really my, my help, my guys. I love it. I love it. No, I appreciate it. I think that's, uh, I think those are some good, some good words and some, some gold nuggets to uh, kind of end off on. I appreciate it. Well, uh, thanks for coming on Edwin. Um, I'll, I'll share this around. I'll, I'll tag you in this. We'll kind of spread the word. You can, uh, you can share it around, but, uh, I appreciate your time and, uh, look forward to chatting. I'll, if you want to stay on the air here quickly, uh, right after. Oh, there we go. Hi. Hey, Jay, where is he? There he is. Hi. Hello, hi. <laughs> it's okay. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna stop the recording here, and then we'll uh, we'll continue talking just briefly. Yeah. Thank you.